Have you noticed a lack of common courtesy in manners in our society? Are you concerned about the current state of our culture, where virtues and civility seem to have been neglected? If you think it is important to make courtesy common again, welcome to the Gentleman's Brotherhood. The Gentleman's Brotherhood is an exclusive community of like-minded men who want to make a difference in themselves, in their community, and in society as a whole. If you're the kind of man who values manners, civility, politeness, then you belong in the Gentleman's Brotherhood. Welcome to the Gentleman's Brotherhood podcast. I'm Juan Sepulveda. In ancient times, the expected behavior of a man or a gentleman was at the hand of leaders within the community or tribal leaders, religious leaders. These were usually elders who spent a lot of time trying to decipher the proper behavior for the community, trying to understand how to live in harmony with one another and how to encourage the young generation to behave properly. Today, we have a somewhat different phenomenon happening where the majority of the people that are exposed to our children and the younger generations are people that are in the public eye, in the media. At the head of the pack, we have politicians, especially on an election year like this year. You have athletes, you have actors, musicians, and their role isn't always to model behavior for the next generation. Some of these people's responsibility is just to create something. Now, we cannot relinquish our responsibility of modeling the expected behavior on our next generation on these people because it is not their job. I am grateful for those who take responsibility as they are in the public eye and they act in a manner that is worthy of emulation. That is the kind of stuff that I get excited about. When I see a man really behaving like a gentleman when he is in public, but he doesn't have to. Today, I want to speak about certain people that have been role models to me in the area of behaving like a man, behaving like a gentleman. And these are not perfect men, as I am not a perfect man, but they play an important role in my life by modeling behaviors that are worthy of emulating. I hope that as I continue to learn more about what being a gentleman is, and I learn the proper things to do in certain circumstances, I can adopt these into my life and become the role model for my children. After becoming a father for the first time in 2009, I started pondering the responsibility that I had to live a life of example for this kid. And the way that he looks at me so innocently and puts his trust in me is something that I would never want to betray. I want to give this kid the opportunity to grow and become an exemplary human being, a great man. I want my behavior to help him or motivate him to become the best version possible that he can be. One of the goals that I have with the Gentleman's Brotherhood is to allow ourselves 
to take ownership of this responsibility is to help inspire the men who listen to this program. I want to inspire them to really take ownership and behave like gentlemen because they're not just treating other people nicely. They are creating the foundation upon which we're going to build the next generation. You see, oftentimes we hear people complaining about the lack of morality, the lack of civility that we see everywhere. We see it in politics. We see it in in journalism. We see it everywhere where people sacrifice the valuable things that come with civility in order for perhaps monetary gain or, or different rewards. I think as members of the Gentleman's Brotherhood, we are stepping up and we're taking ownership of the responsibility of of becoming better with every step we take. It's a difficult journey, clearly, because being a gentleman in all situations is not the easiest thing to do. When someone disrespects you, where someone dishonors somebody near you, it doesn't come naturally to be a gentleman. Here's when you take your, your virtues as a man, you take your different qualities that make your character, put them to work to make better decisions to lead by example, by applying the things that you learn by observing other gentlemen and putting them to practice in the difficult moments. That's what sets gentlemen apart. There's a quote that I really like from Benjamin Franklin, who said, remember not only to say the right thing in the right place, but far more difficult still to leave unsaid the wrong thing at the tempting moment. Benjamin Franklin was a very wise man. And if you've read any of his uh, life story, you'll recognize that he was a human just like you and I. He was a man with flaws and with assets. He had some, some virtues that were admirable. But one of the things that I like is that he spent a lot of time pondering on these difficult questions. What is it that makes a man a better man? How can I look at myself introspectively and make decisions to move in the right direction of becoming a better man? I'm passionate about this, not just because I want to be a better man for myself, but because there are people that surround me who will be affected by this desire. There are people around me that will be affected, ideally in a positive way, by me making better decisions. Today, I want to share with you a little bit of a story behind why I want to be a better gentleman every day. And I want to talk to you about what I consider to be a model of a gentleman. You see, I once knew a man who, through his very presence, would make other people comfortable. A man who, regardless of his economic or social status, he would treat everyone with dignity and respect. This man was always preceded by his reputation. Anywhere he would go, people knew who he was. I had the honor of getting to know this man well and to have a privileged access to him on a frequent basis. I got to see his character, how unwavering it was through the ups and downs of life. He didn't just talk about being courteous. He modeled the behavior for those who were around him. Through his actions, he was able to inspire other people to walk with their heads held high. Even in their respective moments of doubt 
and difficulties. This man gave me my first job. He was the first person to show me the value of what working hard really meant. He owned a small restaurant and he helped me understand the noble relationship between a man and his job. Working with him, I understood that there was no job beneath me. He would be the first one to roll his sleeves and do the hard work that other people would hesitate to do. I'll never forget him telling me directly, no job is ever beneath you. Every job is honorable and should be treated as such. Even when people failed him, when people broke promises they made him, he still behaved honorably and still did some of the work that people failed to do. One quality that I really admire about this man is that he could be assertive and still remain courteous. He had this curious ability to speak his mind without being abrasive, a quality which I have noticed has become more rare in our society as time goes by. He wasn't always that way, but for the majority of the time, he was. One of his favorite expressions was, being courageous doesn't replace being courteous. And what he really meant is that you could still speak about something that was difficult. He meant that you could speak your mind without sacrificing courtesy in the process. This is one way in which he avoided a lot of trouble because people knew where he stood. If he was disappointed, people knew about it, but that they wouldn't necessarily feel chastised by it. He was able to elegantly speak to them and help them reconsider and work harder the next time. When I began the Gentleman's Brotherhood, I had this man in mind. I wanted to pay tribute to this man and the positive influence he had in my life. For all the great lessons he gave me, for being a role model to me, and for being a great example of a true gentleman. So I decided to make the official publishing date of thegentlemansbrotherhood.com June 24th, 2015. In addition to celebrating St. John's Day on that day, we celebrate Juan Sepulveda Sr.'s birthday, my father. The Gentleman's Brotherhood podcast is made possible by the support of some great people in my life. First and foremost, my lovely wife, Jennifer, and my two boys, Aiden and Mason, who provide the inspiration for me to be a better man every day. A special thanks to Billy Mace III of Infinite Third, who provided some of the tracks in this episode. If you enjoyed the music that you listened to here, I invite you to visit his website, infinitethird.com, where you can listen to the rest of his amazing collection. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and you agree with me that it's important that we spread this kind of message in our culture, please help me spread the word about it. If you can, share this episode with as many people as you can through social media. If you can, please take a minute and leave a rating or review on iTunes. This goes a long way to help me promote the program and reach people that wouldn't listen to it otherwise. To leave a rating and review, please visit thegentlemansbrotherhood.com forward slash iTunes. I'm Juan Sepulveda. Thank you for listening.